Merry Thanksgiving, Molly. Can you believe it? It's already Thanksgiving? And you know it, Hallmark, we've got seven movies coming out next week. Oh, dear Lord. Maybe if I drive my car into something. (laughs) What? (laughs) I won't won't have to watch all those movies. Oh. You're supposed to want to watch all the movies, (laughs) Molly. Instead of watching football, you're supposed to want to watch Hallmark starting Thursday at 5 p.m. You you know, I'm just a little worn out from my vacation. Like, I need need a vacation to recover from my vacation. Oh, yeah, thanks so much for bringing me back a, a magical miniature whale. Oh, isn't he cute? I mean, I'll probably lose it in three minutes. But. <laughs> well, that's your problem. Once it leaves my hand into yours, no responsibility over here. But I did bring you chocolate, macadamia nut chocolate stuff. That's like a very Hawaiian thing. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm only going to eat a couple of them. So since you're not going to watch Hallmark, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving no, this I'm week? I'm totally watching Hallmark. So which ones are you looking forward to watching? <laughs> oh, I, haven't even, I don't even know what's playing. Well, Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Okay. So there's one in Ireland that looked good. They they spent some money on yeah, that one. Yeah, that one looked really good. Lacey um, Chabert. Oh, that's right. Lacey well, Chabert. Well, now that, now that Danica's gone. She's going to be the... She's, she's gonna double be the budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think the two that I'm... I mean, the one that I'm looking forward to the most is the Nine Days of Kittens. What? Mm-hmm. How did I miss that? Mostly because... Oh, I'm sorry. The Nine Kittens of Christmas. Oh, <laughs> I was, I was trolling one of our fellow Hallmark pages, and they posted, "Oh, if you love kittens, this is the movie for you." And I, I responded, nine kittens shitting five golden rings." <laughs> That's a lot of cat box cleaning. That's right? a lot. So, what are you, what are you uh, making for Thanksgiving? What's, what's? Well, we're in charge of the turkey this year, which well, that's a big responsibility. It, well, and then. Even though I'm the only one in our family that has cooked the turkey, my husband just decided he's going to be the turkey expert. So I'm, I'm not cooking anything. Have you gotten it yet? Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. going to say you should have gone to Popeye's. Yeah, it, it, I saw it on TikTok. It's like a, a secret um, order that you can go and you can order just a turkey. And it's like the, uh, they're Cajun seasoned. And oh. they, they hand you a frozen turkey out the drive through window. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I'll be making the gravy because I make really good gravy. So Jess will make the turkey, I'll make the gravy. And when is your Christmas tree going up? Our Christmas tree always goes up the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So typically we go Thanksgiving and then with my side of the family, we would go Christmas tree cutting to get a live tree, but that's kind of out the window because of the pandemic. So we've got a fake tree, which will go up Saturday. So usually we would go cutting on Friday and then the tree would go up on Saturday. Well, and I heard that Amongst other things this year, there's a, a national shortage of Christmas trees. Oh, no. oh. I know. So what is... Listener, wah, expect, wah. To, expect to pay more. <laughs> well, should we get right into it? Let's talk about it. Well, here we are. Here we are. Talking about... Another week. Another movie, another week. <laughs> and what a movie it was. A Christmas Together with You. What, did you ever figure out why that was the title? It's a a vague you. <laughs> Which you are we talking yeah, about? Is it Frank or is it Steve? Or is it a university? Right. We don't know. Yeah, Christmas Together with You. We've got um, some characters. I'll just run through them. Megan, who is the um, female, younger female lead. There's two romantic couples in this Played film. by Laura Vandervoort. Oh, see, I didn't even... Vort? <laughs> Vandervoort? V-O-O-R-T, Vort. Vort. Oh. It's like an umlaut without being an umlaut. <laughs> um, her pesky friend, Lisa. I don't even... None. She was just barely in the yeah. movie, but um, we've got 
I don't know this actor's name, but we saw him in The Christmas Sweater. Oh, right? Niall Matter. Okay, right. So he played Steve Swanson, who's like a um, executive for a hotel chain in Houston. And yeah. somehow or other, he's... Where, do we know where this town of Pine... I was looking at the, the license plate. I want to say it was a Colorado plate. So let's say it's Pinesville, Colorado. Pinesville, Colorado. Okay, so he works in Houston, but owns a lodge in Pineville, Colorado. And then we've got Frank, Frank Emery. Now here's the thing. So Frank and Megan go on a road trip um, in this movie, which we, I'll get to that part, but I didn't understand their relationship until about halfway through the movie. Did you? No, no. I, I thought he was just like a regular. And then when she was talking about her, her dad, she sort of told Steve that- He was her father figure. Frank was her father figure. It, I mean, it just was like, so he was a regular, but I just didn't get it. I thought, like, is he your stepdad? And he just comes to her cafe or- it was just that, and that basically was the entire movie. Like I was just confused the whole time why you would sign your last name to a Christmas card. And and then when you're 65 years old, why you still sign with a heart? Like, I don't get that. Like, why are we perpetually 13? What is happening? And Obviously. to that, there were quite a few dead people in this there, movie. Well, they are making up for the dead people that have been missing. Right. Well, and for, for Frank's so, wife. Right. Frank's wife. Um, well, for Megan's mom was- out of the picture. Right. And then her dad died of some kind of an illness. Yeah. So Frank's wife, Megan's dad, Megan's mom, who we don't know, yep. and then Claire's husband. Uh-huh. So four. <laughs> so many dead people. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they so anyway, so Megan has been, of course, dumped or something uh, from a long-term relationship with Brian. Supposed to be getting married in the, of course, the week of- Of Christmas. Of Christmas. And so she's got to, what, she's given up on love, right? Yeah. And then, but then she decides, well, she, maybe she's given up on love for herself, but she she hasn't given up on love forever. And so when Frank comes into her cafe with this picture from when he's, was he a freshman, you said? Yeah, freshman they were freshmen. 1971. <laughs> 1971, he's a freshman in high school. And we find out that he was in love with her and- you know, it sort of sounds like it's not a big deal, but then as we go through the movie, he's clearly been pining for her his whole adult life. And right. he's, he went back for her later and all this other crap. And Megan just goes on some website where she searches Claire Collins. Yeah, like you know, maybe the maybe from the high school alumni yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so she, mar- she emails some Cla- random. And Claire's class of 1975. Yeah, yeah. Messages a guy who, of course, answers and knows where Claire is. Here, why here, wouldn't you? Here's your contact information. <laughs> They're yeah. headed off to... An address that um, that Megan has found online. Mm-hmm. Well, and it seems like Frank's doing that just because he knows Meg is in heart. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's, to, he's going along for the ride because Megan has nothing to do for Christmas. His heart's not in it. No, at this point. But yeah, so they go and they find this house. Well, before they get to the house, though, they stop at the gas station. Oh, this is the conversation God. with Frank and Megan where they're talking about um, what what did Brian get you for Christmas <laughs> last year? Like a Bluetooth toaster? I was like, that would be fucking cool. <laughs> Cool. It's a fancy toaster. Right? You need someone, you know, that's going to love your spirit. You're you're one of the most magnificent women I've ever met. <laughs> and you'll find your prince charming. Well. So they stop to go get, Frank is fully capable, but Megan goes into the gas station to get him a cup of coffee. She's yeah. a very nice chauffeur. Yeah. And she treats him like he's disabled the whole time. Right. Yeah. Which by the way, they never said, I don't, Hallmark is listening to us. They didn't say Merry Christmas in this movie. They said they only said Happy Holidays. They said it three times. Once uh, when they she stopped to get a wish from Santa for a dollar, the little girl said Happy Holidays. And right. She said Happy Holidays. More inclusive Hallmark. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, a very awkwardly filmed meet cute. 
It was so bad. Um, where we're introduced to Steve, who is so rudely on the phone, on one hand, holding his dog on a leash on the other. You always bring your dog into the gas station, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, He's a very ill-mannered dog, too. Yeah. Yeah, very bad. And so she spills the coffee, and he pulls out a wad of cash, and here, <laughs> here's for your troubles. It's not until they're back on the highway yeah. that Claire, that uh, Megan says, oh, do, do you want me to get you another cup of coffee? <laughs> not in the parking lot, not in the... <laughs> no, no, they're already driving. Yeah, that was terrible. Did they even make... A, I mean, and there's just no chemistry either between these two mm -mm. actors. I mean, it... He tried. I like him as a, a yeah, Hallmark oh, yeah. actor. Yeah, She was... Terrible. Yeah. Really, really bad. Well, so now we're back in the car, right? We're back onto part two of the love story between Frank and Claire. And he's talking about this Christmas date that they went on. It was magnificent. And they were sitting in the car at home. And Megan says, well, did you kiss her? And he says, no, I, I, I froze up. She <laughs> kissed me. Oh. And wow, she was fearless like that. And here's the thing, they're in they're not originally traveling to Pinesville. They're in some other town a few hours away from where they started mm -hmm. and they identify that the house has been sold. And there's conveniently just a little realtor's brochure in the mailbox. Right. Which leads them to a Pines. personalized per yeah. <laughs> brochure. <laughs> we'll help you find a new house. So Again, Megan with her detective skills, you know, just calls up this realtor and they, they say, oh, she lives here. So they head off to Pinesville, pulling down Main Street in Pinesville. Uh, you know, Frank is taking a snooze and <laughs> Megan thinks he's dead. So she goes barging through the intersection. She almost kills the, she almost runs right through the whole town. Right. She's and, like, you know, Crystal of course, Ford on Thanksgiving it's, Day. It's the middle, it's the middle of the day. And, you know, there's just all these vendors just, yeah. you know, in the middle of the road. <laughs> So they've arrived in Pinesville and they need a place to stay. You're right. So the obvious place to go is the Pinesville Lodge, which just coincidentally is owned by Steve. Who has the rude dog. Uh, Megan and Frank go in and oh, here comes a dog and he looks really familiar. It wouldn't be the same dog that's owned by that very rude man. Very rude. <laughs> he turns around at the- She's like 85 years old to use a field manner. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, they meet again. But they're booked. So booked until- Here comes my favorite character of the movie. <laughs> The only one worth, worth watching. Uh-huh. And what was her name? She was just a Karen. Mrs. That's what I said. <laughs> I said the the Karen complaining. Yep. I love it. Yep. Can I talk to your manager? Right. <laughs> And, and, and then see, what was it? The heater was dead, was dead. And uh -huh. then what, there was another problem, but she's just not going to tolerate and any she, of it. And she's staying in the basement suite of the lodge because they go down, down Do the stairs down? to get to that room. <laughs> the whole thing is just so weird. And then, then when she actually late, so Megan's going to take the couch, obviously, because the old guy's just too decrepit to sleep on the couch. So she's on the couch with the gross. Uh, the, I also said that she's on the couch with no blanket. Right. Just a fully dressed with her boots on. <laughs> on resting her head on a lodge throw yeah. pillow. Talk about a black light. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, and then she fall she also falls asleep like she was chloroformed. Did you notice that? Yeah. Tell me <laughs> mid sentence. Well, Frank is in the bathroom brushing his teeth when he looks down because Megan just left all of her jewelry on the counter. Triggers him a talk about an engagement ring. For Claire. For Claire. Yeah. But didn't do anything with it. Um, so the next morning, Megan again is trying to locate Claire where she bumps into Jerome. Also He was Jerome. Jerome. Yeah. Yeah. Who looked well, I don't know, fifty ish. Yeah. Had probably. been running the restaurant for thirty five years. <laughs> <sighs> And, and he says, oh, you're late for our appointment. 
No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not part- there for that. <laughs> oh, but did you see when she was walking down that sidewalk? First of all, she tries to get, she's on the phone and she's talking to the realtor. Do you remember that? And they just hang up on her mid sentence. She's like, well, that was rude. <laughs> Yeah, it's private information, <laughs> well, you are Megan. Stalking someone, <laughs> yeah. you're stalking someone, lady. I hang up on you too. So now we're back, Pinesville Lodge. Yeah, where Pine- we have a crisis because presents need to be wrapped. Well, first the internet goes. The down. The internet goes down. The internet goes down, and it's going to take at least two hours. So now Megan has to rescue Steve by wrapping presents for yeah, what? Because she she has she needs something to do. <laughs> So they go down. This is so random. Everything in this storyline is so random. So they're talking about their past and, you know, give me your finger, which I thought was. Yeah, that was okay. You know, my, right. I used to do that with my mom. Yeah, all kid. the time. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, then and then his finger gets stuck in the last Because they're, they're gazing into one another's eyes. Oh my God. She also shares that a tradition that she did with her dad, which I think is an absolutely ridiculous, unless you live in Miami or Hawaii, <laughs> sitting on the roof of your house on Christmas Eve, drinking eggnog, looking up for Santa. (laughs) Sounds really unsafe. Really unsafe. We also meet Kyle, who's a little bitty teeny man. Who's Kyle? He was the concierge handyman. His band is performing (laughs) at the Christmas Eve. Yes, yes. I forgot about that. Steve's mom, who is dressed up as Mrs. Claus, (laughs) tells her, by the way, Megan, will you go sign our guest book? And they go over to sign the guest book. After they've been there for two two nights, yeah. They look. Who's there? Claire has just been there. And how do they identify her with none other than the heart (laughs) in her name? Yeah. Oh. Amazing woman she is. <laughs> what an amazing woman. She still signs her V's with little hearts. So off Megan and Frank go, stalking her again um, to her house. Frank has a bouquet of her favorite flowers. I mean, and this is someone he hasn't seen in, what did you? 50 years. 50 years. Yeah. And he said, is it a little much? And Megan's like, no. And I'm like, yes, yes. Does it make me look just desperate? Yes. No, it makes you look romantic. <laughs> There's a difference. Well, I mean, and the difference is that he still remembers her favorite flower. Well, and at this point, we don't even know. He's like, well, what if, what if Mr. Alberts answers the door? Yeah, what if Mr. Alberts answers the door? <laughs> I'm a long lost friend. Some... This was an no. incredibly awkward scene. Frank, which one wasn't? I mean, which scene was? Well, okay, awkward? so we, Frank walks in, similar to Father Christmas is back. Oh yeah, you've got a gay guy, Jody, who's running the nursing home. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for Claire. And this poor guy, again, he, he was Aww. a one-liner, you know, under yeah. under five, good for you. He was like Barbie directing <laughs> yes, with his hand. Was. His fingers were together. She's down his this arms hallway. Don't, his arms don't fully articulate. But good for him, making money. <laughs> Frank happens to turn the corner and the first black woman that he the sees. Only, the, the only, the first one, and only one in the whole nursing home. He assumes it's Claire. <laughs> Claire is incapacitated. And about 35 years old. <laughs> right. <laughs> And hands her the bouquet of, and this woman, bless her heart, I don't know if she was acting or if they, you know, yeah. she, she didn't have any lines. No lines. Ethel. Ethel had no lines. <laughs> she, yeah. She also a 35, like a, a 35 year old named Ethel. <laughs> oh, she was named after her great grandma. <laughs> yeah. So he gives her the bouquet of flowers. Which by the way, are freesias. Did you notice that? No. It was the ugliest bunch of freesias I've ever seen. He stopped at Rayleigh's. <laughs> If Albertsons. Claire's, if Claire's favorite flowers are freesias, well, because that's probably all she. That's what she picked out in the yard when she was a girl. <laughs> well, but later we find out it's really lilies, lilies right? Yeah, because they last a long time. Oh, and they do. Mm-hmm. They really do. So yeah, so he gives a bouquet of flowers to poor Ethel. Poor Ethel. Claire turns the corner and, what are you doing here? And I, oh, I'm just visiting my friend, Mrs. <laughs> Ethel. Oh, that's convenient. He asks her 
if they could go get a cup of coffee? She says no. No. What about the best steak in town? No. No. I'm not available. And then right before the dramatic commercial break, she she walks into the break room and cl- cl- clutches herself. There's a lot of stalking in this movie. because oh, a then, lot. Because then they show back up in front of her house. Yeah. Caroling. <laughs> Frank does an impromptu uh, solo. And Claire just comes out in front of the whole group and it embarrasses him and says, stop what you're doing. I'm not going to let you break my heart again. There wasn't much in this movie in terms of like Christmas. They've definitely cut down on the hot cocoa. Oh, the, yeah. The wreath decorating, the yep. gingerbread house. Ornament making. But they did have this weird duck, duck, goose ornament game. It was bizarre. So bizarre. Yeah. And, and really, Megan was not about to, was not in need of Steve grab. The only reason she <laughs> fell onto the hay bale was because he tackled her. Like <laughs> that, was the mo- that was the most awkward scene in the film. And that's saying a lot. I mean, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Steve received some urgent call that the caterer had canceled. Two hours before. And a then vet- I, was it a veteran's it lunch? It was a veteran's Christmas lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah. So of course they have to, that has to be rescued. By none other than well, Megan. And Jerome's Cafe or Jerome. Jerome's, yeah. The, the vacant restaurant. Well, two things to that. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen, I'm like, did Balsam Hill and Hallmark split? We have oh, not. We, no, you're right. Right, And we, I feel like the decorating's a little bit less. Oh, much less. Yeah. I mean, you don't have bedrooms with like four Christmas trees right. in them. Yeah. But I did notice in this. This was a very obvious product placement. Oh my, you, you think? I mean, bizarre, to the point that when there was the commercial after that part. It was before. It, it was the same exact dish. Except that, it, the commercial was actually before that scene. And I'm like, they're spoiling this. We haven't even seen this part of the movie yet. <laughs> but yeah, good good on Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. I mean, I just bought cream of mushroom soup and beans <laughs> today really? after watching that. Oh my God. Um, Steve's mom makes the best green bean oh. casserole. Well, and you better not stand between her and her green bean casserole. Right. But then that's the, actually the only dish they cook. The one singular the one dish sing- that's supposed to- For 35 to st- yeah. people. And then- Yeah, so bad. So after the lunch, which is a huge hit, and there's also wine in this movie. Yeah. Multiple yep. times. Yep. Oh, then here comes Frank walking down and Steve says, hey, we have leftovers. We have a couple of extra plates. So they go in, they're having a glass of lunchtime wine. Which is my favorite kind of wine, by the uh-huh. way. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank advises Steve that he needs to repay Megan. Megan is a sensitive soul. And she is the biggest heart of any woman I know. Do the repayment for the right reason. For the right reason. Right. Back at the Pinesville Lodge, Steve's dad says he needs to have a man-to-man discussion and tells him that while they're happy to have helped with the lodge, this was not part of their retirement plan. (laughs) And tells Steve that you need a new kind of life. You need to settle down and- Or admit that that's not what you really want. Right, exactly. (laughs) Megan's still scheming with herself, heads back to the nursing home to have a heart- heartfelt talk with Claire. So awkward. Gets Claire to finally agree to go have dinner with Frank. But Megan doesn't tell Frank that. She, she tells him, tricks him. Tricks him to going out to dinner. that's what big hearted people do. Right. We just, we, we, they, they trick. They trick people. <laughs> Lots of manipulation. So much. Stalking and manipulation. Um, And there's Claire ready to have a dinner with Frank. Well, and then there's like a, so they eat and... There's a random Christmas fair and they wear antlers. Mm-hmm. My, my favorite though. Was the dancing. Would, <laughs> because when you hear Silent Night, isn't the first thing you, you want to do is dance? In the street. In the street. There's something I have to ask. What's that? Why'd you leave, Frank? I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with you. I was young. Naive. I... 
Listen to the wrong people. If you really loved me, it wouldn't have mattered what anyone said. I know that now. After you left, my father said it was for the best. I hated him for saying that. But the longer I waited, the more I knew he was right. Look, about your father. I'm, I'm sorry, Frank. I thought I could let it go. But with you standing there, the pain, it's like it was yesterday. Claire. I'm sorry, Frank. I'm not the girl in the photo anymore. Claire, please. I can explain. So she wants to know why he left. And then when he tries to get into it, she won't don't, let him don't you dare talk about my father that way. <laughs> Back at Pinesville Lodge, Megan, who receives a call from Frank, now she's got to rush to him. because Stay Claire, where you are. But of course, she doesn't know where he is because he didn't tell her. So she's going to drive so, all over Pineville. So, yeah, well, Main Street. Main Street. That's the only street in that town. And uh, Steve has prepared a little surprise for her. I want to show you something. Um, actually, now it's not really a good time. It'll only take a second, I promise. Okay. You've been so helpful, I... I just wanted to do something with all for you. This is really nice. But I really have to go. Just, just wait one, one second. Wait for it. There. I didn't know you could tie in. Yeah, he summoned. I know we're he not summoned. on the rooftop. And I know this isn't Christmas Eve, but... I wasn't sure if he'd still be here. So, this is the best I could do. I really appreciate this. I just, I really have to go. I'm sorry. Before you go, there's something I need to say. I know that you came here for Frank. And I, I know that you haven't had the best experience with love lately. I just... I don't think this place will feel the same way without you here. Look, you're a nice guy. But at some point, we have to go back to reality. Trust me. In a couple of weeks, I am just going to be another name in your guest book. I, I, I have to get back to Frank. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to get back to Frank. I'll just be another girl in your book. And, good. and I could not, I could not care less. I have, I have zero <laughs> right. emotional I- investment in any of what just happened. In this. <laughs> yeah, well, like, and Steve, I mean, I don't know. You, you haven't known this girl long enough that you're trying to replicate Christmas traditions that she had with her dead father. Well, and then the lodge will never be the same without her when she's been here for like 24 hours. And yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. Frank goes back to the nursing home, hands Jody. Jody, the, the, the nurse. Um, <laughs> Claire's back in the. No, no, nope. no. Just here's the here's the letter. <laughs> she oh opens the letter. Mm. I took a screenshot of it. I'll share it this week because whoever they hired, <laughs> Frank also has handwriting from. Did you see <laughs> that it? Twelve year old girl. Yeah. 
like the loopiest <laughs> cursive I've ever seen. And it says, dearest Claire, enclosed is a ring I made over 50 years ago. Again, for a 14 year old, mm-hmm. he's a 14 year old mm-hmm. jewelry maker. <laughs> I had planned on proposing with it back then, but when I asked your father for his blessing, he convinced me that you deserved a man who could afford a diamond ring. He just threw her dad right <laughs> under the bus, like the bump. Yeah. So mm. we find out that that's the reason that Frank left because he couldn't afford a diamond ring. What 14 year old or 17 year old or 18 year old can can. <laughs> so now there's a Christmas party. It's the big Christmas, the big Eve, Christmas Eve thing where yeah, Kyle Kyle's playing the saxophone <laughs> with his lips. Here, here's the lip on the embouchure and it was really jamming <laughs> Kenny G. And um, Frank and Megan have decided that they're both ready to leave. It's time to go. They're, they're not even going to stay for the party. Nope. Just got to go. And what should happen but that pesky dog somehow <laughs> snuck into the back of their car. And gets under, under a, a blanket. blanket. And it's not until they're down the road a few miles that the dog perks up. And Megan's, Megan's solution is, well, we should just keep the dog. <laughs> she would rather keep some she would rather steal someone's dog than bring it back to have to face him. She almost kills them both again in a car accident again uh-huh. when the dog pops up. Yeah, and then she's, she's not still a good driver. Keep him? Yeah, she's not a good driver at all. Um Frank goes back to return the dog. Mm-hmm. And when Megan's sitting in the car, here comes Claire walking into the party. So she's got to see this through. Absolutely. She's right? she's calculated all of We've this. We've committed multiple felonies to get here. Right. We might as well see it through. <laughs> so Claire goes right up to Frank and said, I didn't want a diamond ring. I just wanted you. So now he proposes. Oh my God. And why and, wouldn't you right. say yes to that, to a person that you hardly know? She'll, she says, I'll take that dance now. That's the conclusion of their romance. But Megan is in the room now. And across the room, she makes eye contact with Steve. And it's just enchantment. Like all of a sudden, her heart is just open to him randomly. And they fall deeply in love. Her skin looked very fragile. The end. (laughs) It looked very thin. Like I was afraid when he was doing that aggressive neck, (laughs) he might rip something. Well, she did look... All all of her looked frail. She's a very willowy willowy woman. But yeah. Last year, it would be Merry Christmas, Molly. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. This is... Eight to 12 times you heard it. Guess I'm not the only one who wanted you back. Guess not. <laughs> Credits. Credits. And relief swept over my living room. <laughs> sure. Okay. Thank God it's over. Snowflakes. Oh. What, what would you give this? I mean, and Kristen went with muddy water, muddy pot of water last time. Yeah. And I... Oh, is that you? Yeah. We'll see that. So if but you, now I feel like I'm stealing if you, that. If you want to redeem it. Okay, so he, so did you, I don't know if you noticed this, but in some of the scenes where they're driving through the snow and you, it's obviously a blanket because when they drive over it, it like, it's like a blanket. <laughs> I'm going to give it a fake snow blanket. That's fake it. Snow, fake, well, I'm going to give it, blanket. I'm going to give it two and a half snowflakes. What? I, I liked the actor and I think how, where I'm currently, I'm like, I could I could go move to Pinesville and go buy a, an old restaurant. That sounds really nice these days. Well, and then maybe did you ever did you notice that Steve said, "Oh, I can get you a great deal on someone else's restaurant." <laughs> so maybe maybe you're gonna fall in love with somebody in Pinesville and they're gonna get you a great deal on a restaurant. And I'm gonna make the best gosh darn green bean casserole. <laughs> Hey, Brad, did you notice we haven't heard from Charmy for a bit? Thank goodness. 
Well, but aren't you just a little worried about her? Well, I thought she went down with Jack in the Titanic. <laughs> well, okay, maybe fine. she lost her contact information. Oh, please. <laughs> Put her on the do not call list. Well, well, good. We made it through a whole episode without her. That's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Molly, Merry Thanksgiving. I hope you have a good uh, few days off with your family. Obviously, have plenty of Hallmark movies to watch. So many. I'm so excited. Yeah. Ooh. I can't wait. Especially for the, the nine days of kittens or the nine kittens of Christmas. Oh, I can almost feel my blood pressure going down now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any questions, please email us. Oh, I was going to say call us. Email us at homeforhallmark at gmail.com. You know, we love to hear from our haters, mostly our haters. Mostly our haters. Please, please, please send us hate mail. Yeah. Or like us on Instagram. And at, follow. Like and follow on Instagram at homeforhallmark. All right. We'll be back next time. Same place. Thank you. Goodbye.